Shalom, and welcome to SJL Daily. I'm Linda Handy, and today's scripture is Matthew 22, verses 1 through 22. In this reading, Jesus tells a familiar allegorical parable about the kingdom of heaven and our presence there as a result of our salvation, compared to a king, our God, giving a wedding feast for his son, Jesus. I will focus on two aspects of the parable, the reaction of the invited guest and the reaction of the king to a wrongly attired man. We were blessed to be in London in 2011 before the marriage of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, and the city was electric with anticipation as people across the globe eagerly awaited the pomp and ceremony to come. Many find it amazingly unexpected, therefore, in chapters 22, 5 through 6, that the invited guest to the king's son's wedding invitation, as it reads in scripture, paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. What were they thinking? With justification, the king's reaction to the situation of having no guests, and more importantly, of disrespect to him and his son, is one of disappointment and anger. As it says in verses 6 through 10, he sent his troops and destroyed those who burned and burned their city, and furthermore sent envoys to the main roads to invite to the wedding feast as many as they found, both good and bad. And so the wedding was filled with guests. This is the word of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, scholars say, and it is so, that this parable refers to the ex exegesis or to end times and the wedding supper of the Lamb. However, for today, I'd like to consider our daily invitation to the Feast of God. How many of us, when invited to join in fellowship at the feet of Rabbi Jesus, scurry from distraction to distraction, or sometimes even from one good thing to another? Do we, like the invited guests, lose focus on what's important and act shamefully? In a Bible study on prayer, I was introduced to the analogy of the Lord waiting to meet me in a room every day to spend time in my company only to be left alone as I failed to come, share even a few moments with him. Let us not be the wedding guest who sees no value in time with our Lord and King. He continually invites us into his presence to fellowship with him. Do not deny him and yourself the pleasure of his daily company in word and prayer. It is today's foretaste of the wedding feast to come. Let us continue reading as Jesus goes on to say in verses 11 through 14. But when the king came to look at the guests, he saw there was a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing in the teeth. For many are called, for few are chosen. This too is the word of the Lord. This section of the parable required some searching of soul, mind, and commentary. 
Clearly, the second-tier guests were dressed appropriately. One was not. My first reaction was, does God have a dress code? Does this man miss the memo? How could someone who calls me friend condemn me? Just as an aside, yes, he would, because he loves me and would rather not punish me. He loves me. He is my friend. And what's the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say? Some commentators noted that in ancient world, wedding guests were provided garments by the king or host of the wedding. But even if this were not the case, clearly the garment is important. Furthermore, the guests were both good and bad when they were invited, so the garment would not relate to their past character. The garments each guest put on must therefore relate to reverence or honor to the king and his son and his provision for them. My Holy Spirit light came on. Clothes make the man or woman, and the answer lies in whose garment do you put on and wear? Ask yourself, have I given over myself to put on the garment of salvation Christ provides? Each of us must approach the wedding feast of Christ dressed in his robe, not our own worthless rags. Ask yourself, am I speechless in answer to the king's question? If the answer is yes, repent of self and put on Christ. Friend, you are then truly attired to feast with your Abba Father for all eternity. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, let us strive daily through the power of the Holy Spirit to live and have our being with you and in your Son. Let us answer your call as you would have us do, spending time with you now in the confidence that, dressed in the garment washed in the blood of the Lamb, we will one day walk with you in your kingdom to come. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen.